G'day, everyone, and welcome to The Chase Down. I'm your host, Matty G. This is an Inside NBA pod. I fly solo every week just to catch you up on the happenings around the league today. Some news, anything that's noteworthy. Also, we start to look ahead for the weekend, and this Thursday show is an ingredient. You're going to be hearing it Friday in Australia, Thursday before tip-off over in the States, and it is essential to help get your stream set for a big weekend of NBA action. It's all coming up straight after this. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. And look, we all knew it. There was a lot of games on today. There was eight games ripping around the association. I'm going to go through and recap those and also just some notes and trends that we were liking for guys on there. We're going to get to our review. Don't forget, though, we do want to shout out to our new sponsor, Bonus Bank. Bonus Bank is one of, look, it's one of Australia's naysay one of the world's best side hustles you can learn how to use all those special bonus bets that you see like hey put this on and get a punt return or whatever you need you can use bonus bank to maximize that now there's heaps of tutorials online and look the best thing is it's free to start but the premium contact with 12 videos to help you make the most of your punting and make the most of these offers well, you can access that for 25% off with the promo code INSIGHT. So check out our sponsor, Bonus Bank. Use promo code INSIGHT. Hook yourself up with a premium subscription and put their money, I guess where the mouth is, and into your pocket at the end of each month. Let's get around with it. Let's do a bit of a rewind. Look at what happened today. Actually, look, let's not do the rewind first. Let's do this. Yeah, breaking news. And I think the big breaking news that's obviously come out uh, in the last 24 hours is Draymond Green uh, still loves to punch people or, you know, pull a shirt up over somebody's head and then gets suspended for his chicanery and his tomfoolishness for five games. This is a suspension that they wouldn't usually do. Even on the broadcast today, I was hearing in the, uh, I think it was the the 76ers game and Doc Rivers was on there. It's like, yeah, I thought it was going to be like two or three. Like they're sending a message. And if people are inside the NBA are saying that, it's just, this is a clear message to Draymond Green. And it's enough of Draymond. He obviously is someone who you're just going to have to put on the side of your team for a little bit. People will drop him. Keep your eye out for those people in your leagues who will drop Draymond Green. If people are fighting, we're in, we're in, the, we're in the league now. We're in competition season. And people always freak out those first month, first five, first six weeks because it does kind of tap on. If you're in a really shitty position after six weeks, you're not going to make playoffs if you don't work really hard to restructure your team by trading or dropping or getting a hot free agent. Someone might just be, I can't waste a week and and done. And fair enough. But that's really good for you. You'll be able to pick him up. But pickups, I guess we could talk about this one. This right now is a- uh, Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. You can pull over by the hot guy, the most added person on Yahoo. Uh, with 3,278 ads as of this second is Dario Saric. People have swept in Super Dario just straight out the gate. He is going to receive a big bump in minutes here, but don't let the other guys sleep on you. Now, Podzemeski, I'm probably going to say that, old Potty, he's also going to be getting some run. Now, Steph Curry is questionable again and possibly out, but Brandon played really well the other night. Now, that was a maelstrom of events. Clay Thompson was out of the game in the first two minutes with Dre. You know what I mean? They, they were gone. So someone needed to step up. There was no Steph. And they dug this game out, and it was huge. And he played really well. Chris Paul is not available generally in your league. So you can kind of, if he's there in a 10-man league, 
yeah, sure, stream him in for the next five games. He's going to give you the boost in assists. He's going to give you the steals. Hopefully the low turnovers if he's going to be running the point, especially if Steph's not there for the next game. But Super Dario has been playing well enough and definitely worth a full-time roster spot in a 14-team league. Now, let's just go back to the beginning of the season. And one of the big winners on this one is Jonathan Kaminga. Now, I know we like to call him the comebucket around here, but Jonathan Kaminga right now is rostered in only 22% of leagues. Now, if we remember to start the season, he played well coming out the blocks. And he played really well in the preseason as well. So my eyes are on Jonathan Kaminga to absolutely take up a few of those minutes that are going to be coming in the wake of this Draymond Green thing. He slots in really well there, and so does Moses Moody. We can't forget about the Moodster. The Moodster has been doing well, and he is only rostered in 5% of leagues. And he's put together a couple of good games here and there over the course of the season, but not as many as Kaminga. I just think Kaminga has been more dependable overall this season. In Look, I, th- I think Kaminga has been just better. And I think that what he does on the court, especially with Andrew Wiggins playing like shit as well, it just gives more power forward minutes and those small forward minutes to Jonathan Kaminga to get you some of the stuff that you want to see from him. I just think that he's been more consistent if you're looking for points and he has more of an opportunity to step up. Whereas Moses, I think, is probably the better player, but hasn't been overall as consistent as Kaminga. Personal choice, that's me. I would be picking up any of those blokes for Golden State for the next five games and ride that in. And that's going to come down to something very soon when we cover the rest of the schedule. So with that being the big injury news or the big inside update, let's do a big review of today's games and rewind it. Let's whip through these and get some major notes out because we're going to add some guys from these lists into a segment later on in the show that you want to listen into. These are going to be my waiver targets. These are the guys who I'm absolutely loving walking along on your waiver wire. You can just walk along into the waiver wire right now. Look, I'm streaming. I'm just, I've got it on the side here right now in the transaction trends. And I'm looking at the guys who are available. And some of the names that I'm going to drop on you are still available in leagues. And they are guys that can help you swing not only your week this week, but also puts you up in a really good position for next week. And this is one of the things when we do waiver wires and stream ads, we want to look at the value for now and for later. So we'll recap on the best ads for the rest of this week. But the first game of the day was the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, look, again, winning. They are on an absolute tear right now, 9-3 and three against the Washington Wizards. Did we expect anything great about this game? No, we, we really didn't. And the major thing here to stick out is Derek Lively. Now, I just want to say this. Derek Lively had a nice little game again, and he is only rostered currently in 46% of Yahoo leagues. Now, Derek Lively is definitely someone who must own a spot in 14 teams. I mean, without a doubt, in 16 team leagues. He's pushing the boundaries for a 12-team guy for me. Now, again, another non-Kyrie game. But again, Derek Lively is one that we want to have our eyes on around the association. So let's just put him down and now. I'm going to put him in a little box. Put him in a little bow, Derek. Uh, the Washington Wizards, though. Again, I'm not going to touch on this game because I'm going to say a name that I've been talking about since the preseason. That's Kula Ballet, the East Coast cooler. Like, he should be on your radar right now. And again, what I love about this game today, it was the minutes. Danny Advia is still available in some leagues. He is playing well. He is a roster rule 12-team league at this point for me. He can absolutely do you good service. 15, 3, 4, and 3 steals today. Now, the outrageously 5 from 6 from the floor is not going to be there for him all the time. 
The three from four from the three-point land, not going to live there all the time. Two from two, I mean, the bloke has only missed one shot all game. Now, not even the best players in the NBA do that, but Denny Advia has been stringing them together along, and he's out there in leagues, and you want to keep your eye on Advia. But I love what I saw with the 28, almost 28 minutes. He was two seconds off today from Bilal. That is, his minutes are trending in the right direction for me. I've even in one of the leagues that I'm in, I, I, my team name is Drink the Cooler Barlade. I've been drinking the Cooler Barlade from well before the preseason. When he was drafted on our pre-draft pod with Skitty, I'm like, just watch for this guy because the Wizards are going to be shit. And we know that they are. And at a point, they're just probably not going to play coups or whatever. They might roll Bilal out there more. Who knows? But loving that one. Let's go on to the second game of today. The Knicks. Without RJ Barrett getting a win over the Atlanta Hawks. And one of the big streams options here, I've got to say, is Bogdan Bogdanovich. Now, we love Boggy. I've picked him up. I've got him in two leagues. I let him go when he was down a little bit to pick up a good stream guy. And I had to have it. But he's 65% rostered in leagues. He should be on your 12-team roster. If you are in a 12-team league right now, check out Bogdan Bogdanovich. His line today was absolutely incredible. We love this from Bogdan. What has he got over the floor today? Eight from 15, perfect from the line. The eight free throw attempts is amazing. Four threes, three rebounds, three assists, a steal and a block and one turnover. Just a complete line. And you think it's a bit of a flash in the pan, but it's not. Boggy's been putting these together now. His last few games, he's been getting at least three assists apart from the one outlier game, three rebounds a game, 15 points, but the three or four threes a game. He has just been chipping them in all over the place. Now, he didn't get to the line for six games in a row there. Today, he got there eight times, and he was 100% from the line. In fact, the guy's taken, there we go, he's taken 12 free throws all season, hasn't missed one yet. Now, I'd love 12 free throws in a week to help buoy my free throw percentage. He doesn't get that often. But if he is going to be more aggressive to the rim like this, this is what we would love to see from him. So if he's still around in your 12-team league, absolutely own Bogdan if he is there on your wire. Pick him up absolutely immediately. Good job seeing him out there tonight, giving an absolute crack. The Knicks, look, Quentin Grimes for me is starting to trend in the right direction. Again, there was no RJ Barrett here. Josh Hart got the start. Starty Hardy. There we go. Still not playing that well and just existing in the permeation of waiver wires everywhere, Josh Hart. Again, stream option on those heavy game weeks for the Knicks or low volume games where you might just want to stream in someone in there to get some extra rebounds. But I really do like what I'm seeing, especially from Quentin Grimes. He's starting to get that form that he finished last season with. He's just someone to put on your radars. Now, the one rebound, the one assist, the one steal, it's not a lot. But just that's why we watch him. We don't go out and just add him now because the efficiency still isn't there. But if that trends in the right direction, I'm just, I would be someone to move later on this season. If Quentin Grimes starts to regain that form he finished last year with, he's a guy that I've just, I've always got my peripherals on Quentin Grimes and what's happening in New York for that reason alone, especially if they swing for the fences on one of these illustrious big trades they've got. Oh, Zach Levine's come up in trade talks. Maybe they angle to get him. What happens then with a guy like Quentin Grimes? Does he go somewhere for a new opportunity or do they roll him out there in New York? But a good win for them over the Atlanta Hawks today. The one thing that I was picking up on the Atlanta Hawks side down this way as well is the Okongwu minutes. Again, we just want them to be up. Capella 26, Okongwu 22. It's Sadiq Bay. 
this is the other thing. 28 minutes again for Sadiq. This bench unit is doing – look, they're putting together a really good run now, and Sadiq Bay is a stream target every time. If you see the Hawks on a low-volume back-to-back, he's going to get you threes. His percentages have been fairly decent for the most part this season overall, but the 12 points, five rebounds, an assist, and the steals. The steals have been there in volume the last two games, two and two steals for Sadiq. So he's definitely a stream target. Maybe not this week, especially with the high volume games, but we do want to look at what's happening with the Atlanta Hawks down the road. And especially if we can tack them into a back-to-back set, Sadiq Bay is someone who you should always sweep into on your waiver wise. But yeah, the Knicks getting the win over that one real quickly. On to the next one, the Jalen Brown and Kristaps Porzingis. Less Kristaps Porzingis, the Zingerless, the Zingerless box Got the win over the 76ers today. Now, not a lot of people would have had that, but Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid, two all-star candidates going head-to-head. An incredible – look, I'm a Jason Tatum owner in a couple of leagues. He is having an incredible stretch and an absolute joy to watch. He is putting up stats left, right, and center. Not a great game for the big fellow Joel today. Just because you would want to see him taking more shots than this, especially when he can dominate over a guy. Al Horford, though, has been the Embiid stopper for years. That's why the Philadelphia 76ers got him. It was a bit of a, a bit of a vintage Horford game to see the big fella Joel not get 30 points. But the interesting things here to note is this. I'm liking Melton the last few games. And I'm seeing this role here. And the other big news out was this Kelly Oubre injury now being available by possibly late November after possibly being out 30 games. And the 76ers eyeing Zach Levine. I just think every team now, apparently the Lakers are also eyeing Zach Levine now that they've had a talk with the Bulls and and Zach's okay to move on in the right direction. But this is a team I'm really curious to watch. And where those minutes are going, Paul Reed, 14 minutes today, decent for Paul Reed, 10 points, six rebounds, two assists and a block. I like that from him. And good old mate Springer getting out there, four from five from the field. Look, this was a game the Boston smacked the cell, uh, the 76ers in the first quarter. Then the 76ers dipped down in the third, and they made a good run of it. Now, Philly lost this in the first quarter and had to fight back all game against the depleted Celtic side. You can't glean a lot from that one, but just keep your eye on those Cornet minutes as well, especially if you find out that Chris Stapps is gone again because the 19 minutes there is nice for him. But Shvi uh, Mikhailuk, not everyone's going to go and target that a lot. But again, this is where Horford can come in really handy. When there's no KP, Horford streams in, and this is what you're looking for. As I said, vintage Horford, 14 points, eight rebounds, three assists, and five block shots. That is absolute prime figures. Look, talking about prime figures today, I just want to cut straight to the next one, the Bucks game. Big blocks boy. Big blocks boy Lopez today. Seven blocks. And our boy, Matty O'Brien, Matrix from Insight, benched him in a league because he didn't have a center spot. He hadn't blocked seven shots all bloody season. You're not going to think Brocky's going to run up there and just get seven blocks today. No one's thinking that. Could he get? A, could he have got a couple? Sure. But to roll out there and get seven with the eight rebounds, the four assists, the steal, 10 points is okay. The inefficiencies from three, still there for him. Four from 10 from the field. Look, a 400% center, not the best, but the seven blocks is just a sexy stat. That's eight stocks. Whew. I'm getting I'm getting very happy thinking about it. Malik Beasley, 30 points. This is why you stream him in, especially when this is a when there's no 
when there's no Giannis Antetokounmpo in this team, Bobby Portis always gets the most run. Now, he played 31 minutes today, 18 points, seven rebounds, two block shots, seven from 11 from the field. Bobby does these things. An encouraging game from Middleton, five from nine, five rebounds, four assists, and two steals. Now, Middleton is very interesting because Middleton has become available in some leagues. People dropped him off in the car park on the way for a sexy free agent. They filled that spot, and he's been going up in the trends again. I am – look, I am saying this. When he's 85% rostered, you know he's gone in 16-team leagues. You've got no chance of getting him unless you trade. 14-team leagues, no chance. 12 teams, depending on your roster depth and size, Chris Middleton might be available. And I'd be taking him. I think he's dependable enough. He has been a top 150 player. He's coming back from injury. He's going to ease in. This new team of the Milwaukee Bucks needs to coalesce. I think if there's a trashy guy on there, now look, you could probably dump him off for like a a sexy waiver ad on a stream. But I think there's some long-term value in Chris Middleton as he eases back into some things. And people are just kind of just, his house is Middleton. He'll be safe. And he's put together the run now. The efficiency for the past few games has been there. He's been over 500 from the floor for his last six games. He's been getting 11, 12, 15, 19, 10, 13, and 11. There's rebounds, there's assists, there's peripherals, and there's low turnovers. Today, there was four turnovers. He had to do a lot more without Giannis about, but just put your eyes on Chris Milton to see his availability in your league. God forbid if you're in a 12-team league of like 12 players and Middleton is on your waiver wire, please, please pick him up. Or in a 14-teamer, 14 God forbid, pick him up. Because again, if you've got a shallow roster in a 14-team league and it's only 10 men, you're looking for the best 140 players. Middleton will be that by the end of the season. And I think he's starting to play his way back. I think the minutes are there. They're trending in the right direction for me. Like, it's just the 20 minutes. It's just the 20 minutes threshold. And he only gave him that, that the 20. 21 minutes has been his season high. Today, they played him 20 minutes and 19 seconds. Once this comes off to like 25 minutes or 28 minutes later in the season, that's when you're going to get your return on Middleton. So just put him on your radars right now and just check his availability out in your leagues. Um, this, by the way, shout out to Thanasis. Good minutes from you. Uh, look, OG Ananobi out again for the Toronto Raptors. We want to see OG make a very speedy recovery and get back out there. God knows I do because I had him in a couple of leagues. But again, the man's still doing good damn God's work in this one. This bounce back Barnsley, Scotty Bands. In fact, every time I say his name, I've got to play his big sound, this one here. today. Almost a triple-double from bounce back Barnsley. This is why we called him Bounce Back Barnsley. 29 points, nine rebounds, seven assists, one steal, three from three from deep. So the three-point shot has been there. I just want to trade for him in a couple of leagues just for fun. I just want to see what I would have to – I actually just want to see what I would have to give up to try and get him in my league, in one of them, just to try. Like, what do you want? Someone's going to want a first rounder, 100%. And I'd almost be tempted to do it. Depending on the first I, – I'd be tempted. I wouldn't because I'm not insane. But I just, I just love the skill set that Barnsley has been showing in this season. And again, just put him on your radar in advance for next season because your chances are probably getting bounced back, Barnsley. 
are not going to be there. And if he can hold this up, if he shows this again next season in Toronto, he's going to be going earlier and earlier in drafts. And that's someone who you want to pick up because he is having an absolutely incredible season. Again, don't overpay in advance, but he has been playing absolutely saucy minutes and doing brilliant work for the Toronto Raptors this season. Look, they're in a state of disrepute and they only lost by two points to the Magic today. The Chicago Bulls going down to the Magic. Look, the big thing here today was a massive Alex Caruso game. This was, talking about vintage earlier, let's just refer to vintage Caruso. Off the bench today, 24 minutes, five from seven uh, from the field, 16 points, one block, three assists, and five rebounds. Just a nice, well-rounded there. It was also due to the fact that Kobe White stunk like shit today. And I've talked about the, the Kobe White curse. He'll have these runs where people will jump on him and Kobe White will trend in the right direction. They 100% will. Because, you know what, fair enough. Kobe White is valid and def- definitely does need to have some roster, a roster spot. He does. I definitely think in 12-team leagues, he's worth it. However, when he plays this, I just want to just neck myself, to be honest. I just I just hang my head in shame. I looked at the scorecard today and I was like, what, what is going on here? The last games, the assists have been down the last two. And that's my big red flag for Kobe. Let's go back. A few games ago, five assists, great. Seven, sick, six. Nice boy, Whitey. Good dude. Good, good point guarding. Good distributing the ball amongst the team. Seven. Hey, you're still doing it. You're passing it to the best guy open to make a shot. Doing the doing the good work. Then one, and then one. And it's just you're stupid. You just mate, pass the ball or do something else on the floor because the free he used to be an he was an elite free throw. I've called it out. He was he's an elite free throw shooter. He is. His percentages career wise is excellent from the line, but he's gone one from two in his last two trips to the line. In fact, he hasn't got to the line more than six or five times since the first two games of the season. This is a young athletic guy that if he gets to the bucket can do damage and can just buoy that free throw percentage up. Now, his field goal percentage sucked ass today, two from 10. And the peripherals, one rebound, one assist, one steal. Yay. I want good things for Kobe White, but this shows me why he's only rostered in 56% of leagues. And that's up 13% in the last day with all this Zach Levine nonsense going on. So people got him in today thinking, oh, yeah, I just got Kobe White, sick, hot, free agent. He's been knocking down three threes a game, 16 points, getting like he's got eight assists over his last two games. And then he goes and does this to you. And you just feel a little bit hollow inside. And I even know Matty spoke about Kobe White the other day. Yeah, it was time to add him. And you don't drop him. You don't. God, it just stings. It's the salt and vinegar chips in the wound, that one. Not a good one whatsoever for Mr. Kobe White. Uh, good things to say about pretty much, look, there's nothing outstanding today in the Magic. They got the win. But the whole team was inefficient. Gogo Badadze still shining in, filling in for Wendell Carter Jr. Jonathan Isaac, four points, one from four from the field. Cole Anthony just continues to cook and be an absolute massive stream option there. No one we can really watch there, but Cole Anthony obviously is a guy you want to be watching up in your leagues there. The next game of the day was the Suns and the Timberwolves. This one was absolutely... 
Hot, 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 hot. For all you Suns people who said it was finally time to see these, the new big three out there, well, they they were out there and they did it. And Devin Booker's minutes limit, well, 26 minutes, 31 points, five assists, four rebounds. That was great. But they didn't roll out Bradley Beal again. And this was the game that we were going to see it. This was the game. Then Grayson Allen comes in and keeps on doing those Grayson Allen things. Whenever one of these guys is out, Grayson Allen is just becoming a streamable, dependable guy for the Phoenix Suns. And Eric Gordon, he's doing the same stuff. Kevin Durant, again, absolutely killer and elite. Nurkic, the 24 minutes. And not a great game for Nurk. The five rebounds and four assists. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of the best backup big men in the league is Drew Eubanks. Now, he played 20 minutes today. They rolled out this. It was a really interesting lineups that they rolled out there with Yuta Watanabe getting 23 minutes off the bench against a very big Minnesota Timberwolves team. The Timberwolves have been outstanding, 8-3 and three to start the season. But they have been playing as one of the best teams in the Western Conference, hands down. The Timberwolves have been incredible. But it was an inefficient game from Ant. The best player for them was far and away Carl Anthony Towns. Gobert didn't play that well. Like he, I, I just don't know. He just couldn't switch out. McDaniels was great, but I actually thought the Timberwolves were going to get this. I was so pumped for the big three. Like this was it. This was the day. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. And we didn't get it. Again, I just want them out there all the time. I want to see Phoenix Suns all out there, all healthy, all the time, see what's making the most of it. But book it today, book cooked again, and that is the darn God's honest truth of it. Kevin Durant just continues to be absolutely saucy, and they got the win without Bradley Beal over the Timberwolves, which is very, very interesting there. Again, Nas Reed, 19 minutes, 13 points, continuing to be one of the best men off the bench in the NBA. On Wolves back-to-backs, low-volume days, Nas Reed will be available in your league. He is available in just so many leagues. He is an absolute stream option on those days where you can get a back-to-back. Now, he is only rostered in 55% of leagues, which tells me that he is a stream target for a lot of people, and he's going up and down. In fact, in Yahoo, he has dipped 3% the last day, so you know people have just dropped him off after that one on the way to the car park and picking up some blokes on the round to fill in their spots and just let Nas go. Next up, we've got the Kings and the Lakers. If the Lakers could play a first quarter of basketball, I might be genuinely excited. But LeBron James continues to be just unstoppable. I've said it before, I I don't draft LeBron because he's my favorite player. And every time I see a LeBron box score lately and some of the efficiencies that he's been doing absolutely blows my mind. Like 28 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. They almost had a hot chance of coming back in this one. You thought maybe they could put it together, but they didn't. D'Angelo Russell, 28 points, five assists, five rebounds are sexy. It was Sabonis who just put Anthony Davis in an absolute chamber today. He just, look, they're the second night of a back-to-back. You never know what you're going to get with Anthony Davis, but only taking nine shots, nine rebounds. The four blocks was nice, but the nine points on three from nine, when D'Angelo Russell's jacking up 20 shots, because just it just seems Sabonis is all over. And Sabonis rocked out 13 minutes, 39 minutes, 13 of 19 from the field, 16 rebounds for Sabonis. 16 rebounds. In fact, the rebound count was 45 to 43 in the end, but it didn't feel like that. 
it just felt like the the Kings could get absolutely anything they wanted today, and that was the spacing that they had. They were just knocking down their threes, 36% from them, but the Lakers shot better from three, 37%. I never know what I'm getting from these guys night to night. Austin Reeves, 34 minutes. The inefficiency still continued to plague the guy. The 11 rebounds and the eight assists, brilliant. Love that from Austin. But if you could get a couple more, he was zero from five from three today. If you're in like a ball league and three-point percentage is your thing, look, it can't be this bad forever from Austin, but it certainly was today. Cam Reddish off the bench again, continues to cook 16 points, five steals. Oh, Cam. Oh, Cam. If steals are close in your league and the Lakers ever have a Saturday on Sunday back-to-back and Cam Reddish is on your wire, just pick him up because he'll probably just drip in your extra threes to help you in that cat. He'll throw some points on and he'll just steal the ball. He'll just go around taking people's lunch for a good 48 minutes. Not that he'll play 48 minutes, but that is exactly what he's out there doing for the Lakers. And look, when they're back fully healthy with Vanderbilt, unsure of the role that Cam will play, but right now he's playing the way that he's spacing the floor. He's a better shooter than Vanderbilt. I'm curious to see how that shakes up. Uh, The Cavs and the Trailblazers, Yep, Cavs get a win, and Donovan Mitchell continues to be absolutely elite. And Matisse Thybul having a game for himself today for the 76 uh, for the Portland Trailblazers. I called him a 76 for a second, even though he's an Australian boomer in my heart. He had an absolutely cracking game off the bench in 26 minutes, 13 points, three from four from deep. But the three steals, the three assists is what we like in these peripherals. And they continue to be absolutely pretty woeful, the Trailblazers. Uh, do you remember last week when Dominaton was having his big comeback, 20 rebounds, three steals in a game, putting it together? We was three from 10 from the floor today, six rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks, and six points. Pretty woeful effort. Uh, Kamara, the same. Horrible off the bench. Mays, 13 points. We all picked him up. We all know that Skyler was going to get these minutes and do these things, and Sharp continues to be inefficient. Two from 12 today is not great. But the interesting thing here was Jabari Walker getting minutes and our Australian bloke, good old Duop Reith. Now, he got out there today and he absolutely made a crack. And Duop played 20 minutes, six from 10 from the floor, two from five from three-point land. He got three assists, two rebounds. You'd like to see that up for him. No defensive stats, but just very curious because there's no real other backup center here. Does, if, if they shut Aiton down, if these guys suck, could Reith be like the starter on this team? And I'm starting to think that that's a possibility down the stretch because these guys are going to absolutely just, just when Scoot comes back, they'll probably give it a run and they're going to probably shut shit down later in the season. So just in advance, if anything happens with Aiton, Reith could be just be the instant starter in this team because depth-wise, I think that's the go. I think, like, I think that's going to be the go. And he's going to be able to return you a little bit of value. That's our recap of today. I promise you guys we're going to talk about. Let's just do a quick preview for tomorrow and get into those guys. He's heating up. Yeah, we are heating up. This is what we've been talking about all week. It is our Thursday, Friday, Saturday mixed bag. Now, the Friday NBA slate, which is Saturday here in Australia, there's 11 games on. You have full roster spots. I've looked through all of my leagues. I do not have anyone I can squeeze in there. I can drop guys. I can add a better guy. Sure. But what I could do is with the guys that I have already sitting on my bench in this, 
is I can drop the worst one and I can target my Thursday and my Saturday. And this is the key here. This weekend, the Warriors, yeah, the Warriors, the Draymond Greenless Warriors, who we've already spoken about and touched on those guys, the Heat and the Thunder play on both Thursday and Saturday. Now, I was going to have Mick Dell on this pod tonight. He couldn't make it into this one, but I know that he snared from the Heat Duncan Robinson, and he's up against me in our league this week, and I know exactly what he's trying to do. Oh, look, I'll call it out. I'll, I'll put it on the pod. I'll, I'll say it right now. We are an absolute. We are in an absolute bloody battle, Mick Dell and I, and I love it. It's currently four five. I'm up on threes by five. Now he's up on points. This is going to go down to the wire. I've got benched, and we don't have any IR spots. So if you have an injury, you're either going to have to let them go, or if you've got a guy who's suspended, you're going to have to hold on to him. Now, I picked up Miles Bridges last week because he was still on the wire with six games left. I'm like, you know what? Stop it. I'm already just ravaged by injuries. Guys are coming back. I've got Ja Morant. I'm, I decided to do the experiment where I was going to just put him on one of our three bench spots that we have in our league. And I'm just going to, that's a streaming spot. I'm just going to just take the hits and see where the chips go the first six, seven weeks of the season and see how many wins I can get because it's about wins in our league, not weeks one, how many wins you get. So I thought I'd just throw caution to the win. And Wendell Carter Jr. went down. So right now, I've got these three guys who I need injured. And we're 5-4 going back the front. And he picked up Duncan Robinson. And this is what he's targeting, obviously, in the league, because I'm up by five threes. So to use a real-life example of this one, he is going right here to buoy his free throw percentage because he's currently down on free throw percentage to me by 0.36. And I've got the better free throw shooters on mine. Duncan shoots well. Dell's targeting that. Smart move. The five threes, he's trying to track that back. The assists and the steals, because there's only one steal between us. Now, I'm tracking down blocks on this one, and I'm probably not going to get rebounds because he has just a big bunch of horses on his team. And Austin Reeves decided to again today just to go out there and decide to go, oh, you know what? My last two games this week, I'm going to go and grab 11 and 12 rebounds respectively. Thanks, Austin. Love your work, dickhead. Anyway, that's the game. But this is a target option, and this is why Mick's taken him. Because in this situation, when it's tight and you want to make up ground to put a guy in the coffin or you really want to hammer something home, this is where the Miami Heat are absolutely tantalizing. So with our games ahead, we're going to talk about tomorrow's games in this thing. There's two games tomorrow, kids. There's the Nets and the Heat, and there's OKC and the Warriors. And there's your bloody game preview. Because it means not a lot of diddly shit squat apart from the waiver targets you want to get. Because this is the important part. Targets acquired. Because what's about a preview without knowing who to pick up for these things and why you're picking them up? So Steph could be out tomorrow. We've already spoken about Potty, right? Cool, great. Chris Paul, not available in your league. He's long gone. But this is where we're looking at our Warriors. So we're definitely looking to bring in Dario Saric, who is the most added guy in Yahoo Fantasy. Again, going back to that list, I just went away from that to do the matchup thing. But 3,700 times. Let me go back to it now, see if he's been added another 14,000 times in between this. Research, transaction, trends. Here we go. Dario Saric, all players add in the last 24 hours. Oh, yeah, he has. He's now over 4,000 ads. So he's been at another 300 times. He's now up to 27%. And Brandon Podzimski is now up to 9% ads. 
Duncan Robinson's been added. Howard Haysmith is the other one. Good old Hayward. Hayward's been going up now. He's been getting some minutes right there, two threes doing field goal percentage. He's been playing well for Miami, and they need it. The other guy that you want to pick up is uh, Haya Haskez. Now, or Jamie Jaskez, if you speak in English, but it's uh, Haya Haskez. He has been playing really well for the Miami Heat, and he is definitely worth an ad. He has also, if you look at his Yahoo profile photo, I think gone to the same hairdresser that Jimmy Butler went to because they just have the most flowing locks in Miami. Um, but Haya Haskez has been playing well. He's been dropping the, like his free throw efficiency is amazing. But 17 points, five rebounds, one assist. He's been getting the peripherals, though. He's been getting the steals, the three steals, the three rebounds, the, the six rebounds, the three assists. This is what you're pinging Haskez for. So grab Junior, pick him up and give him a slot in your team. And the great thing about him is he's only rostered in 20% of leagues. So he's around there in a lot of formats, including 16 teamers right now. So is Haysmith. Other important ads for this weekend with these guys is we're targeting these guys for a reason because they also play on Saturday. So these teams here, of these four teams that play tomorrow, three of them are playing on Saturday. So you get the day off on Friday. You can roll out your roster spot you've already got. Awesome. That's strategically awesome thinking. Do that. You don't have to screw it up. Dump the bum off your team that you don't want because you're not going to probably roll them out there on Saturday anyway. Cool, on Friday, Saturday anyway. But you get the Thursday and the Saturday double games. And that's going to be really important for your week. So again, we've got Dario Saric, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody, Moody, 100% ad. And also just around right now, what's going on with Clay, just in case there's a game time decision injury or Steph's out again, I'm going to put Brandon Podzemski on there as well. I'm going to put Brandon in that list for me as an absolute must add player because I think he could be, I think he could be really valuable. You're not going to get the same back from the other night. You're not going to get the almost, you know, perfect game in the maelstrom of situations like happened to him. These are all-star numbers the other day. 500 from the field, perfect from the line, three threes, 23 points, seven rebounds, five assists, one steal. They're they're, they're bloody great numbers. But Potty ain't going to do that again. He's not. But he could be very valuable for your team. And especially with that ejection going out and these guys being fined, that's definitely someone you want to have a look at. Looking at OKC, we're looking at guys like Kason Wallace. We're looking at tomorrow, like possibly a guy like even Spencer Dinwiddie. But if you're going to do the the Thursday, Saturday, you take Kason Wallace. He's been playing well right now. In fact, I really like what Kason's been putting out there. So when we're having a look at the OKC, we're looking at him as probably our number one main guy on that list because there's no one else for me that's been really just standing out for OKC. Like I look back at their last games and look, Shea has just been absolutely blinding off the blinding off the court. Like he has been absolutely in superlative form to start the season. But we start to look around and the depth in this does start to get a little bit thin. And that's always been the, the thing with me and the Thunder this season. Like Giddy hasn't really been doing it. Isaiah Joe's been there. But Kayson Wallace just seems to be the guy who gets the most minutes off the bench there. And otherwise, the big Jalen Williams, if you need a center. But again, he only played 12 minutes last game for them. So you want to be maximizing your return. And Kayson Wallace is probably the only guy there you can get if these other guys are down the place. And that's fine. Pick up Kayson if you need an ad for these ones, just to drip feed yourself some extra stats. 
but you do have better options, like we said. So focus on those guys first. In Miami, we're talking about Hasquez. We're talking about Kyle Lowry for assists. We're talking about Haywood Highsmith. And we're talking about Josh Richardson. These guys are just in the milieu of Miami Heat guys getting minutes right now. And you kind of just have to do it by best that comes your way. Just like on draft day, where you just draft the best player that comes and fits your build. Who, who fits your build? You're going to have a shit ton of spots open tomorrow. And you're going to have a bloody ton open for your team on Saturday. Because there's 12 teams playing. You probably have a spot. You most likely have a spot. Check. Stream it in and make the most of it. The position that you need, fill it by one of these guys or one of these three teams. It's one ad for two games, and you still get the absolute biggest bump you can on your Saturday, but not have to drop on anyone. Now, with that in mind, I'm going to go through three guys who I'm going to put on my hot guys watch list for not just this week, for next week as well. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Oh, the East Coast cooler. Bilal Koulibaly, I just want to talk about him and sing his praises. He has been averaging 13 points a game, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, and two threes. The efficiency has been incredible. The, it, it's, it's out of nowhere much better than what it was. And rookies do this. Saar Thompson the other day. Look at Jesus, Saar Thompson. Absolutely incredible from the field. But they're going to be rookies, and they're going to have their struggles, and they're going to be up and down. But the Wizards suck us, and we've been saying it all season. What have they got to lose? Nothing. Let the rook cook. I, again, I'm drinking the cooler bar laid. I love the East Coast cooler. Been a big fan of his game. He was like the underrated Frenchman that came over, obviously, because of Wenbanyama being the number one pick. But he is playing incredibly well right there. His minutes... You can feel good about adding him for the reason that they're there. And the 27 minutes today for me was one of the most encouraging signs, even with Denny Advia playing the 26 minutes and the usual starting five rolled out there. That was a really, for me, that was the most encouraging sign. That if you look at the box score, I just literally will bring up the box score. And if someone was to put this in front of you and say, this is who Washington's starting. Oh yeah, everybody. Tyus, Poole, Gafford, Kuzma, Advia. Cool. Usual starting five out there all 20-plus minutes, and then Koulibaly and Kispert were the next two guys with the big minutes. And Koulibaly off the bench got more minutes today. It's trending in the right direction for Bilal, and you want to put him on your radar 100,000%. I want to talk about two other guys just because there's still a small window that you can add them. Now, it didn't show today in their games, but Rui Hachimura and Cam Reddish in the Lakers – getting the peripheral stats to help you tip your week and until today had been doing it on more improved efficiency. The LeBron game time decision thing is just being constant right now. And they're rolling out there. It was a back-to-back. Look, they got beaten. They didn't need to play, but they keep on rolling him out there like all the time. Like this was a guy who was going to be at 29 minutes for one game. Bullshit. The Lakers want to win and they're 500 to start the season. Do you remember last year? two and and 10, and they still put on that run. Now, their season's not done yet, but Cam Reddish is getting you just steals in buckets, and he's getting you some buckets. In 32 minutes today, again, this is without Vanderbilt out, and Prince played 25, seven from 14, two from five from three, two rebounds was nice, but the five steals were absolutely elite. So he's getting you a couple threes, but the five steals. I am absolutely 
putting those guys on my radar, 100,000%. I also then want to talk about two other guys, and they're going to show up on the box score. And the reason I want to put these on there is because when I looked today, really did a deep dive in that Wizards game, I started just to have a look at the guys who are putting minutes together for the Dallas Mavericks. Because Kyrie has been inconsistently in and out of the lineup, which is a pain in the ass. I own Kyrie in a league. I tried to trade for him last week, and the guy didn't rejected my offer. It was a, He said it was a great offer. We were going to make the trade, but he just wanted one. I had two guys in the trade. I was sending over three. He ended up taking a switch swap. In, in this league, Kyrie was switched for Bam because he wanted a big. And I was putting another big in there and a couple of other guys to get another piece, and trade didn't work out. And then Kyrie doesn't play. So you've got to look at the guys in the Dallas Mavericks who are getting minutes right now. And today, obviously, Joshy Green was in, but incredibly inefficient, zero from four from the field. He still played 36 minutes. He got four rebounds, one assist and one steal. I could probably get an assist in an NBA game. I'm not better than Josh Green by any way, shape, or form, but I'd be petrified of someone coming towards me to steal the ball. I would just throw it to the first guy I could see, and hopefully they would score. But they're not really efficient numbers. Grant Williams around? Cool. But Derek Lively is only rostered in 46% of leagues. And that interests me. Rostered in less than that, and I'm sure when I did this before and I had a look at him, the guy who I really want to talk about, apart from Derek Lively, is Derek Jones. Derek Jones, I've brought him into a couple of leagues. I think in the FBI World Cup that I streamed him in, I brought him in, and I'm just going to keep on bringing him back because he has been playing well. In fact, Today's game from him was outstanding. Now, he had a couple of soft ones, but he's been efficient from the field. 20 points, seven rebounds, an assist, a steal, and two blocks. So the blocks have been there. The peripheral steals have been there intermittently, but he's just starting to put together a really good run with this team. Now, 26 minutes today, 18 last game, 22, 29, 29. They're just always there for Derek. And so Derek Jones Jr. and Derek Lively, for me, are guys you absolutely want to watch out for. Putting them onto my schedule and putting them onto my watch list is huge. Now, the big problem with Mavericks right now is they only have a two-game week next week. So that's where you want to be like, oh, do I get them in? Do I drop them? Maybe. But you don't want to just lose a, a... if you set this week and you can make the most out of it, just watch these guys in their minutes because they're presenting really good value. So those are some of my hot guys. They're some of my targets. But the big thing this weekend is the Thursday, Saturday. Again, of all of those teams, check your waiver wires for Warriors, Heat, and Thunder guys. And in order, uh, in order, here we go. Sarich, I'm going to go Kaminga. I'm going to go Moody. I'm then going to put in Duncan Robinson. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go Sarich. Duncan Robinson for points and threes, and also the peripherals he's been giving you have been amazing. So Dario, Duncan, Kaminga, Moody, and then I'm going to put on... I'm going to put on Haya Haskes. I'm going to take a fly for my fifth of my final, guys, on that one. And that's me. Big shout-out to everyone. Big shout-out to our good friends, The Standard Squeeze. If you want 15% off all of your apparel and your drinking gear, get on to our mates at The Standard Squeeze. Shout-out to Ash. Use promo code INSIGHT. 15 to get 15% off your purchase and take care. I'll catch you soon.